In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good victory, Monday, Cleveland Browns. Here we go, Ian. How are you, buddy? Oh, still riding the high, baby. Three and one. First time in 19 years. Do you remember the last time the Browns were like this? So, ironically, ironically enough, remember the 2001 season. Browns drafted a guy named Big Money Gerard Warren. They were still new. They had just come back. Obviously, that was their third season, so we were still hyped. If you'd have asked me, gun to my head before the game, what the last time we were 3-1, and one, I would probably have not guessed that. I would have thought maybe the 2007 season where we finished 10-6, and six, but I would have been wrong. 2001. Headlines today. Browns dominate the Cowboys. NFL.com. Well, the nice part will be everybody will see that 49. The fact that we almost hung a 50 burger on the Cowboys in Jerry World. Woo-hoo! Not a more uh, there is not a more entertaining feed to watch when the Browns are stomping the Cowboys than our guy, good old guy, Skip Bayless. The Cowboys fan from the ages just taking L's. Well, let's get straight to the podcast. Right now, do you wish we had Mick McCarthy as our manager? No, I really like what Stavansky's doing. Obviously, I think McCarthy's a good coach. I think Mike Nolan, their defensive coordinator, is going to be on his way out pretty soon. So I could see that, but I'm very happy with what we have. I love what it's bringing. I think it's very complimentary to the team we have. So, yeah, no complaints in, uh, from me. All right, next question. Who do you give the game ball to? Ooh, that's a good question, but – it's got to be Miles Garrett, and it's only – No because, way. Absolutely. Now, his strip sack fumble, which then pivoted the, – you know, the Browns were down. That strip sack fumble changed the momentum. The Browns, right after that, come and run, what, 24 straight? I mean, that, it was the turning point of the game. It has to go to him. Miles Garrett was running rough shop all day. He changed the blocking scheme. I give it to Miles Garrett. Who would you oh, give it to, back- Paul? Odell Beckham got three touchdowns. Yes, uh, he should have been tackled on the one. Odell doesn't get the touchdowns if Miles doesn't get the strip sack. What about the Ernest Johnson? He came in and he stepped up. Yeah, he did a hell of a job, no doubt about it. So, I think when you're talking about game balls and you can only give it to one, obviously the guy on offense has to be Odell. The guy on defense has to be... Uh, Miles Garrett, but yeah, you're right. Dearness Johnson making some contributions. You know, overall, dominated in three facets. You won all three facets. Your our defense is bad as it, bad as it was, better than the Cowboys' defense. Our offense scored more points than theirs, and we didn't make the special teams blunder of the year, which the Cowboys seem to do every single week. That's three for three, buddy, and that's three and one. Yeah, we're three and one team. No one talked playoffs yet. We can talk about that later on, but. Offense, Ian, we're going to give it out of 10. Listen, when you hang 49 points 
on the fake America's team that they call the Dallas Cowboys, I got to give it a nine. I, I, how do you not? I don't know how you don't give it a nine. They came out right away. They, the only sticking point that I would say gave it away from a 10 is after you open the drive to start the second half to go up 38-14, the next uh, possession, you went three plays, five yards, and a punt. Then you went eight plays, 40 yards, and a field goal. Then you went five plays, 10 yards, punt, three plays, five yards, punt before Odell's. So you did have three out of four drives in the second half consecutively from that end of the third quarter into the fourth quarter that resulted in not a lot of offense. But when you hang 41 points at that point, I get what you're trying to do. So I'm going with a nine. I think nine's fair, mate. I, I don't think you can fault that today. When you look at everything, I think we executed very well. Everything seemed to go in our favor. Baker Mayfield, we haven't discussed this yet, no interceptions. That's back-to-back -back games. That's big. And listen, at the, you know, we talked about it a little bit with Jack McCurry there towards in our live stream. The only thing that was going to get the Cowboys back in the game was a turnover, and we didn't give it to them. On the end of the day, the Browns were 20 of 31 in passing. Now I know Baker was 19 of 30. But you're talking 202 yards passing, three touchdowns, and no interceptions. That I mean – we asked if the Browns could win the game throwing less than 25 times. They threw it 30, completed 19. We want to see that completion percentage come up just a little bit. But Baker only averaged 5.5 yards a pass. But the one he missed, that one where Beckham did the pivot backspin, double move, and he had him wide open for the touchdown, and he just threw it out of bounds. I'd like to see – I'm sure Baker obviously wants that throwback, but I want to see him hit that one. Scottish Hammers just texted me. I said it was a great win. He knows. He was happy. He's happy with that. And, um, yeah, I think, I think 9 out of 10 offense. Baker didn't give any interceptions. He was passing very accuracy. At some points, I was worried he was too accurate, a bit too close to the defense. But no interceptions. Well done, Baker. Yeah, that one he threw to Harrison Bryant on the left-hand side of the hashes. That was a beautiful pass. Just past Demarcus Lawrence, just over the waiting arms of Jalen Smith for a nice 12-yard completion. That was a big pickup. Defense. We talked you know, about it on the live stream, but let's go there. What are you giving out of 10, Ian? So the defense gave up 38 points. Defense also had three sacks, one interception, two fumbles, A six, that's a lot of points. That's a lot of yards. But you're going to give up 502 yards passing when you're up 41 to 14 to the Cowboys. The Cowboys can only throw the ball. That's all they can do. You go into zone coverage. We had a couple breakdowns. You know, actually, I'm going five. I got to go five. We had too many breakdowns in the secondary. Sandejo and Ward on the one on the fourth down it resulted in a touchdown. The first touchdown where Sandejo was clearly looking to the outside, and I'm going to have to go back and find out who the other safety was because he blew that one. Five out of ten. Ian, do you care if the secondary or whoever doesn't catch the interception? Because if I'm Joe Woods on Tuesday, every Browns defender is catching 100 balls off the jug machines. That's Ronnie Harrison. 
That's Jacob Phillips. That's Sione Taki Taki. That's Andrew Sandeo. That's Money Mitch. Dak, Dak Prescott was legitimately, he probably, and I know PFF does this, interceptable passes. He had to have six, at least, ones that went off the hands and were tipped up. I know the Browns only had one interception. It was a hell of a play by Denzel Ward. But at the end of the day, they could have easily had four to five interceptions, which really would have put this game out of line. But, yeah, they definitely got to get in there and catch some balls off the jugs machines because that was pretty bad, the number of balls that were going off linebackers and safeties' hands. Ian, I'm going to ask you the question again, okay? Now, do you care if they stop the catch? That's all that matters. No, I want the ball. Yeah. The only exception is on a fourth down where they throw it 40 yards down the field and swat that thing into the turf. But no, I want the ball. I don't want to have to worry about punts. If they throw it to you, catch it. Only exception is the fourth down bomb. See, my view is if they don't catch it every time, we win. If you don't catch it? If they don't, if the opposition team don't catch it. Oh. But you want the interception. You want to have the ability to go back with the ball. You want the ball. I want the ball right now. Give me the ball. Right now. Give me it. I don't want anyone putting and fake punts and all this other stuff. Give me the ball. We won won today's game because of our interceptions. No. The interception was late. We won the game today because our offensive line. Yeah. That's why we won the game today. The offensive line was absolutely mauling the Cowboys. We look at like Dernis Johnson. They were making eight, nine yards every single play. That was because of the O-line. I think it's a testament. Obviously, you have Bill Callahan who's able to say, listen, Nick Chubb is a special back. Let's not confuse Dernis Johnson and Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb takes a a run that Dernis gets eight yards and he makes it 12. He makes it 13. He could break one. Dearness Johnson's a great running back. Don't get me wrong. He's a third, uh, third string running back for a reason. He runs hard. He protects the ball. He gets the yards that are out there. He's not Nick Chubb, which I'm hoping – I'm not a medical doctor. I was in college for eight years. I'm hoping that's just a knee sprain for Mr. Chubb. My guess is it's going to be either a PCL or some sort of meniscus strain. That would be my guess. Just I went back and looked at it again. I think Jack had mentioned something about that as well. It looked to be in the front. I don't think it's ACL, which is what I'm hopeful for. There's a little bit of wishful thinking. Um, but, yeah, you see running backs like Nick Chubb take eight-yard gains and turn them into 12. Kareem Hunt turns eight into 12. Dearness gets the eight that are out there, unlike Trent Richardson, who would get four when eight was out there. All right, let's go over six out of ten for the defense. I'm going five. I'm a hard grader today. We won. I'm going to go with six. You're always the optimist, Mr. Paul Brown. The international man of mystery. We don't want to talk about Cleveland.com yet, but we will talk about it later. And special teams. So right before we get on here, I thought, I know that everybody's going to say the Donovan Peoples-Jones slow roller. It's a touchback, everybody. Relax. Yes, it made, it made you pucker up in the back end a little bit. I get it. But let me throw these numbers at you, right? Two out of two from field goals. Five out of five with extra points. Four punts. 42.8 yards per punt. So 
not typical Scottish hammer levels, but still not too bad. He did have one inside the 20. Four kick returns, 20.2 yards. Donovan Peoples-Jones' average was 24.3. And one punt return for 13 yards. I checked the box in two and a half out of the four there. I think kick return average, I'd like to come up a little bit. And I'd like a, maybe an extra three or four yards of the punt. So I'm going to go with an eight on the special teams. Why not a 10, mate? I don't – I would like to see a little bit more distance from Jamie. Now, my guess is they were trying to not outkick a little bit of coverage just based on his cue. And actually, his entire average would have gone up. There was the one play where CeeDee Lamb had negative five yards in a return. If he let that ball bound past him, that was going to be into the 50s. But, yeah, just – I thought it was a, a, a good – an above-average good day on special teams. We didn't break any returns. Um, I thought Cody Parkey's touchbacks were pretty good. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't see anything glaring like Dallas, but in the same sense, I didn't get anything that was wowed. You know, we did give up four returns for 87 yards. Um, we did, they did get a little, I think, under eight yards on the return. So I'm going with an eight. Yeah, okay. Scottish Hammer didn't do well. What about the block kick? Do you think that was a minus point or not? It was, it was offside, so it didn't matter. The only reason that we got anything on that is because of the results of the play. If they had not recovered it and done a dumb thing like batted into the end zone for us, we would have had a chance to re-kick it. The guy was offside. What about the management? Listen, Stefanski continues to prove, like what we've said for years, if the Browns don't just shoot themselves in the foot, they win football games. Five penalties, 40 yards. Four out of five trips inside the red zone, we get points. I mean, what, what more can you want from Stefanski? He's calling a great game. You know, I know that people are going to be upset that Woods went into the prevent, which is actually just a glorified version of the zone we already had. Rush four, drop seven. It wasn't necessarily the fact that we, quote, unquote, went into the prevent. It was more the fact that we lost Larry Ogunjobi. Sheldon Richardson was dinged up. Adrian Claiborne didn't play. I mean, you know, our guy Jack McCurry pointed out 16 out of the 23 pressures came from Miles Garrett and Olivier Vernon. So by the second half, we, they had run, you know, how many plays on offense? I mean, I can go back and look at that, but you're talking about so many plays. I mean, Dak Prescott threw the ball 58 times, and they had 18 rushing attempts. So you're talking about 76 plays. That's a lot for just a couple of pass rushers. So, yeah, at the end of the day, uh, I thought Stefanski and the managers – uh, the coaches had a really good game. I thought their game plan was right. I kind of joked with you guys. I said, I want to come out, run the ball, run the ball, control the clock. Well, we came out, run the ball, run the ball, and we'd score so fast. I mean, it's not often you go 70 yards with predominantly running plays and only take up five minutes. I mean, this was a game where it got out of the, it got out of the gates quick. We really had to just slow that down. Yeah. All right. Let's, um, let's wrap this up then. Do you think we can uh, beat the Colts next week? Listen, I'm watching the Colts and the Bears right now in a shin-kicking contest, 16-3. to Colts' defense is good. Nick Chubb, let's hope. Maybe he's week-to-week. Week. I'm hoping it's nothing major. Um, I do think we can beat the Colts. I'm not exactly impressed with their offense all that much, but I'm not impressed with our defense. So it's kind of a battle of the strengths versus a battle of the weaknesses. Their offense versus our defense and our offense versus their defense. So 
I definitely don't think you're going to see a 49 point and we may break our streak of 30 points uh, in a row for a game, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Browns are a small favorite, you know, in the two and a half to three range. Um, but we're going to have to bring our game. We're going to have to get some good pass rush. You know, hopefully Claiborne's back. I would like to see Greedy Williams get out there. So let's start getting some of our guys back and hopefully we don't have any big injuries. Excellent. Cleveland.com has not been in contact yet. You know, listen, I know we kind of punch fun at some of the beat reporters. To have that many people all pick against the Browns, who, by the way, the line dropped to a three-and-a-half-point underdog. Eight writers against a one-and-two team that realistically should have been 0-3. I had the Browns with the win here. I didn't think it was going to be this high scoring. But I didn't see anything with the Cowboys that really – I mean, I, I said it in thing. Dak Prescott's Dak Prescott. In the second quarter when they needed him, poop. Poop sandwiches all around. They, you know, they had started off the game with a three and out. Then they had two consecutive touchdowns. Then they went back-to-back fumbles and a punt. So in the entire second quarter, our defense gave up 55 yards. That's when Dak Prescott needed to, you know, to be good. And instead, he takes it into the locker room with his team tra- trailing 31 to 14. And then all of a sudden in zone coverage, yeah, you can pick people apart. Great job, Dak. 41 to 58, 502 yards. Okay. Great. Fantasy football. He killed me in fantasy. I think he dropped 65 on me. LeBron's got the W, baby. Exactly. Uh, I think Jack's basically beating me at fantasy. But my attitude is, if Browns win, I don't care about fantasy. Listen, it's always good to have that nice little icing on the cake whenever you know, we're talking about some, uh, some fantasy football. Right now, I believe um, uh, Hamsky, a.k.a. Fuller wets the bed, uh, I'm doing some work on him right now. Depot's Barmy Army is uh, giving you the business. You got to pick it up. Your uh, your projection's still all right. You got a couple guys left to come in. And the leader of the pack, Jack McCurry, right now, looks like he's making a valiant comeback to keep his undefeated streak against our boy, Mike Browns UK. So, you know, it's always good to have a little bit extra on the thing. But when the Browns win, it's definitely the sweeter of the two feelings. All right, all right and we'll look. Tomorrow morning, have a hangover, enjoy tonight, and then we go ready for the Colts. Are you going to give us a review of the uh, the orange champagne? Yeah, the orange champagne. There wasn't very much less left. I've got only half a bottle of Crown Royal Apple left, so I do need some more Crown Apple Royal sponsors because I'm getting low on my stock levels. So uh, fingers crossed some more bottles coming soon. There you go. Check Paul's post. Get him the booze. Send him Stop on down to me what... yeah, and man. send me some booze. Yes. What is it? The uh, Marks and Spencers? They don't have any. Uh, they own any crown. No, but we may have some Apple. Um, Apple Jack Daniels now has come out in the UK, so let's try that. All right. Well, hey, get some sleep. Another big Browns victory Monday coming up, which is huge. Now we turn our focus onto the Colts. Offense is going to have to pick it up. We're going to want to keep this thing up. But I don't know if you know this, Paul. Browns and the Ravens. Same record after four games. Browns and Steelers. Same record. Steelers, Steelers got off easy. They got a bye week this early. They're 3-0. Ravens and us are 3-1. So we got to keep winning the pace with our division if we want to get in the playoffs. Not everybody can play in the NFC East. We're the current Washington football team, I believe, is leading. 
All right, buddy, go Browns. Everyone, I want everyone to go into a shop tonight, celebrate, listen to the podcast, have a beer, send me a picture, and it'll make my day. Go Browns. Go Browns.